Welcome to the Shooting Jays podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Snee, along with my co-host, Jim Dickey. How is it going, Jim? Oh, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. Are you ready for the season? I'm, uh, I've been ready for the season since last season ended, I think. I think all of us have been. Uh, I think last season was probably arguably one of the worst seasons and disappointing seasons in Celtics history. I can agree with that. It wasn't that the record was terrible. It's just not what we had thought we were getting. No, we had the talent on paper. The talent was there and we were championship contenders, but we couldn't put it all together. I would agree. I think we do better off when we're uh, not expected to do well. And that's been Brad's M.O., I mean, since he was the coach back in college, he's always been the underdog, and they they thrive in that environment. Yes, I, I think I think having low expectations is is perfect. I want the rest of the league to sleep on us. Yeah. Now uh, let's get a little bit into that last preseason game. Um, we had just played Cleveland a few days before that and beat them, and. This game had seven of our arguably top seven players uh, sit out. Yeah, it reminded me of what in summer league. I mean, it was kind of fun, but not really what we're going to see when they, uh, we get to tip off against the Sixers. Yeah, those players won't be seeing as many minutes as they saw. Um, Carson Edwards, though, that guy is a walking bucket. Yeah, he's been a pleasant surprise. I mean, we knew he was streaky. I mean, coming out of college, but uh, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I think he'll be, um, and I think he'll end up probably the seventh or eighth guy off the bench. I, I think so. I think when they need a bucket, yeah, we're going to see him. And that's something we kind of missed last year too, is somebody coming off the bench uh, shooting. I think this year with Enos Cantor probably coming off the bench for his inside scoring and Edwards coming out with, with Smart leading them, that second unit's going to be dangerous. I would agree. Last year, we had defense come off the bench. This time, we do have some offense with them. With, uh, like you said, I, I, I see Cantor coming off the bench because there's plenty of offense in the starting lineup. They don't need him there. Yeah, they need more of a rim protector like Tice or Robert Williams, I believe, to for the starting unit. I think it also might be a center by committee as the season goes on, who we play. I mean, there's a lot of variables. Um, I'm glad I'm not Brad. Yeah. Uh, size is going to be an issue when it's Tice out there. But as far as positioning and knowing, knowing the game, knowing where to be, I, I like Tyson's I like game Tyson better than the rest of them. I'd have to agree. And uh, when Tyson originally came here, um, he showed he showed great development. Um, then he had a lot of injuries the second year and didn't get as much playing time last year. So I think he could have a decent breakout season this year. I'd look at him as a, uh, a poor man, Horford. <laughs> He does yeah, a little well, bit we, of everything and nothing fantastic, nothing flashy, but he gets the job done and he's got a real high IQ. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
and Vincent Poirier, um, he's impressed me defensively wise too. Uh, he's got a high motor. You don't see him standing around too much. Uh, his positioning's much better than Robert Williams, but I haven't seen enough of it yet. He, yeah, I agree. We got some rust for our game. Um, speaking of the last preseason game, um, Tremont Waters, I was very impressed with him. His vision, his IQ, uh, he he always makes the right play. He's very nifty in in the paint. Yeah, I I would love to see more of him, but he's he's pretty far down on the depth chart. But uh, man, he reminds me of a guy that used to be here. <laughs> He, he is so shifty and smart with that ball. He makes the right read, and but his defense is just outstanding. For a little guy, he really gets up on you. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. His defense is out. To, yeah, he hustles. He, he's another uh, high motor player. Yeah, I guess he, he was uh, all SEC defense, and you don't think of that for for a guy his size, but uh, man, he's. He impresses me. I, I think you throw him in there with anyone, and uh, he's going to drive him crazy trying to bring that ball up, uh, a la Avery Bradley. You know, he'd be up on that ball. Yep. Um, we'll see him a lot in Maine. Uh, Taco will be in Maine. Maine's going to be fun this year. Yeah, I think uh, Taco will be bringing in some fans up there. Oh, yeah. Prices are going up already. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, if you think about it, in Maine, you're probably going to have Tremont Waters, Romeo Langford, Taco Fall. You might see some Javante Green down there. Yeah, the uh, all the guys that can't get quite enough time at the big the, in the big league yet. But man, they, they all look promising. I mean, Javante Green, he he'd be a veteran for most. I mean, he's like 25 years old. It's not like it's, he's new to this, but, uh, man, he, he looked good in preseason. You know what my favorite part of the preseason, watching all four games, was the players rooting for each other. You know, the smiles on their faces. We didn't see too much of that last year. Uh, yeah, I think I think that's underrated. I remember, I, I think you made a comment on one of the posts about it's good to see Gordon smiling like that because uh, – they look like they're having a good time. And uh, I think that's that's huge for us. Yeah, and recently, I don't know if you've seen that article recently about Al Horford, that if he knew Kemba was coming in, he would have stayed. Yeah, I did. I saw that article. I don't, I don't know how much of that is true, <laughs> but uh, I, I don't find it hard to believe that, uh, you know, Kemba's, he's much quieter it's, it's not a me 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 thing it's an us and uh i think that's that's going to be big for us that i'm i mean i look forward to every season because i'm one of those guys <laughs> you know it, celtics are nothing but uh this season's really got me excited yeah me too especially after <laughs> the way last season was so disappointing um and i also like you touching on kemba i think he probably is the perfect case for us, you know, to lead us by example, like he says, he's not a yeller. Um, I think that's what this team needs because they're young and they're still growing. They need a leader 
that shows them. Yeah, uh, he seems the quieter leader type, like like a Horford maybe, but uh, he's probably got more to say than Al ever had. But uh, he, he's, you know, he walks the walk, and that's that's enough. Yeah, the guys have already said that he fits in perfectly. Um, so I think that just to start the season, uh, we're already off on a better foot than we were last year. I would agree. I would agree, and. You know, people make a lot of, oh, they got too many wings. They got too many of the same players. But, man, I've seen it in preseason, and I think too many wings is is working just fine. <laughs> you know, any combo they throw out there seems to be that ball is popping around that, you know, it looks good. It's hitting the paint, it's coming back out, and they're getting open shots. And having a bunch of wings seems to be – um, a trend now in the NBA. I think that's where a lot of teams are going to now. Um, but yeah, we do have a lot of wings, but they all can play multiple positions. They can all switch on defenders. Um, the Celtics defense is, I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're going to be top three in the league this year on defense. Uh, I'm not sure they're going to be top three, but they, when they put their minds to it, and they're they're talking like they're gonna you know emphasize defense, so we'll see. I mean, they got some undersized guys, but you know they they sure were giving it all uh, on the court for the preseason. So let's let's hope it takes them into the regular season. Yeah, the season starts Wednesday. We go into Philly for our first game. How do you like that matchup? Uh, I don't like that matchup. But uh, only because of the size. But I, I think it's going to be – it's good to do it right out of the gate. And, and uh, you know, I think it's like a worst case for us because they're, they're really long. However, they're not as deep as we are. I think our second unit's going to pay off for us there. Yeah, I think it's all about how we defend Embiid and Horford, really. Um, besides that, I'm not worried about – the other guys really it's inside yeah uh and they, they talked about doing the what the the hockey <laughs> transition with, with the bigs like every three minutes subbing in a new big and just keep running and running and uh i think against philly if you just keep running you're probably going to do pretty good because uh i don't see them run up and down the court with you all day yeah, I don't. The, um, the only problem I see is I don't think Robert Williams will be playing or cleared through his concussion protocol, um, and I think he's the key to stopping Embiid. I really like his defensive game, and I think he can stay with Embiid um, more better than the other players that can't really sh go out and cover somebody at the three-point line. I think Robert Williams yeah. is our yeah. best defender that way. Well, Embiid's not used to someone blocking his shot, and and Robert Williams can do it. <laughs> and uh, if you knock one back on him, it really it really flusters him. It did last year too, because he's not used to someone being up in his airspace. Uh, Let's just throw Robert Taco Williams, Paul out there. Uh, Taco, I, I mean, I love I love the story, but to me, he's not an NBA player. Uh, I hope he gets there. But talk about a problem if another team runs. I, I don't. 
I don't see him keeping up with things. Yeah, just put him out there just to put his hands up, put him his hands up, and B can't do nothing, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I like him. At, you know, near the end of the game and out of bounds under your bat. Sure, it's it's great for a play by play thing. Uh, but uh, I I can't see him playing more than spot minutes. Yeah, I I honestly don't even think he'll be active. Uh, yeah, I don't know how much we're going to see him in Boston. Yeah, I don't expect a lot this year at all. Um, it's good, you know, it's good for Maine, you know, with bringing in the people for Taco and seeing all the other players. But like you said, as far as being an NBA talent at this moment, uh, he's not. You know, we all wish he was. It's a good story to cheer for, but we need to put the best product on the court and – He's not it right now. Right. And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be centered by anybody, you know, by committee this year and see what happens there. Although there are some some rumors of something else going on, but uh, I don't know if you want to get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's play some games before we get into the rumors. I hate the rumors oh, before the season even starts. Yes, yes. We don't even know what we have yet. All right. So going into starting a new season, what is your prediction for uh, wins for this year? Okay. Yeah. You told me you were going to hit me with this, but I hadn't really thought about it. Let's see. Last year we were at what? 50, 50. What did we have last year? I don't even know how many wins we had last year. Do you know that? I honestly do not know that. Oh, man. So I can't cheat and go from there. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to put us at uh, 53. Okay. I'm at uh, 55. So we're close. Okay. Okay. We, we can take a uh, plus or minus two and we'll be, <laughs> we'll be in agreement. <laughs> Where do you see them landing in the standings for the Eastern Conference? Um, you know, people say we're going to be lucky to be five or six, and I, I don't think so. I think we're going to be, uh, maybe between us and Indiana, I think, for the third spot. So third or fourth is what I'm thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking, too. I think, I still think, I actually think Milwaukee is going to be number one, Philly will be number two. Us is three, and India is four. That's what I think, how it will shake down, but you uh, never that, know. That That's what I think. When I think us and Indiana are going to be like neck and neck the whole way. Um, Philly, you know, that's where I put them because of what they have on paper, but they've got a way of screwing things up. You know, they have a way of messing up a good thing. So, you know, they may fall a lot. We'll see. We'll see how they gel. But, and Embiid with his uh, injury history, you can't ignore right. that. I was just going to say, and it depends on how much Embiid's going to be on the court because they're a different team without him. Absolutely. And they lost Jimmy Butler last year. I mean, I know they brought in Horford, but Horford's no Jimmy Butler. I know they play different positions, but everything he gives you, yeah, different game. I think is a beat. Yeah, absolutely. And Ben Simmons supposedly has a three-point three shot, shot now, so let's see how that goes. He, he 
meaning he's made one, you know, I don't know. We'll, yeah, we'll weren't they up, up like 40 points? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, all right, let's get on to my favorite topic now. <laughs> the Jalen Brown talks for an extension. Um, I knew everybody we were going to get to Jalen Brown sooner or later. Yeah, of course. Save the best for last, right? Oh, sure. Um, Everybody knows my feelings on him. I'm putting my feelings aside, trying to. And I just want to Siakam just signed from uh, Toronto. He just signed a four-year, $130 million max. How, how does that change your opinion on what Jalen Brown should be looking for? Um, it really doesn't change my opinion much because I don't, I don't think they come to an agreement until free agency. Uh, I, I think this is going to be the year they let him go without a contract for this year. You know what? They let him play into the current one and he's going to show what he's worth. And I would imagine he's going to have a great season and he's going to get paid at the end of the season, but not now. Yeah, it's looking that way. They have until tomorrow to come to an agreement. Um, I wish they would just get the agreement over with, but I don't, I like actually that Jalen Brown would play without a contract and have to play for a contract. I think he's a type of player that it would, you know, get him going. Not that he's not going to try anyway, but I just think he would thrive in those circumstances. Next year's free agency um, crop is not good. He's probably going to be one of the better free agents. Um, he is restricted, so the Celtics can match any offer. But I think they all, like it's the Celtics and him, play it out, see how it goes. We still have him for this season. Uh, everybody wants him traded because he's asking for too much. And honestly, I think that even though Danny said it was not accurate, if it was eight for um, four for 80, I think right. that is a low ball offer if you look at other guys getting contracts. You know, Ben Simmons, Jamal Murray just signed – uh, five-year, $170 million contracts. I'm not saying Jalen's worth that much, but with the contracts for the type of players in today's NBA, he's worth more than the four for 80. Yeah, the uh, four for 80 was just to say that we offered him a contract. I, I think that's the, you know, the Celtics just doing their due diligence, but uh, I don't think they expected him to take it, and I would have been shocked if he took four for 80. because. Uh, it looks like he's going to have a good season and you know, that helps both of them. If he has a good season, great. He's going to get paid. And, uh, and his price is going to be higher than what it would be today. Yeah. My worry is just that, you know, he balls out. Somebody offers him the max next year. Is, is Danny going to match that? Uh, if he gets a max offer somewhere, I wouldn't be surprised if Danny did not match it, but, uh, you know, that's, we got a lot of talent. (laughs) Uh, when Gordon's comes up due, maybe he would consider, uh, you know, offering big money to Dalen and let Gordon walk. But, uh, you know, I I don't know. Danny, Danny is much smarter than I am. We'll put it that way. Yeah, for sure. Um, not against you, just he's better than all of us. Yeah, I think Jalen playing for 
his contract is good for him, good for the Celtics, um, good for everybody, really. If they sign him in the offseason off next year, say someone offers him the max and match it. Gordon Hayward only has one more year than his contract's off the books. So it kind of works out. So when his is coming off the books, it's going to be right at the same time we're going to have to extend Jason Tatum. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, I don't want people forgetting about Gordon. You know, he, he's had a rough couple of years here, but, man, the preseason looks like uh, Gordon, I remember. <laughs> and the smile on his face is, is huge. I mean, you can tell he's playing loose, and he makes a good, smart basketball play every time he has the ball. And it's not about my own shots. These get shots for other people. I think he's going to be huge for us this year. Yeah, I do too. And I think uh, a lot of people gave him crap for how his play was. And I mean, I'd like to see them get that, uh, the ankle injury that he had and come back and play basketball the following year. Yeah. Well, he talked about it in a couple interviews of how nice it was just to not be rehabbing over the summer and just be able to work on his game like basketball players are supposed to do over the summer. Uh, and it, it looks at, I mean, he, he looked like he was, you know, making decisions on the run. Uh, he was running point forward for a little bit out there. Uh, and Brad had him on the second unit a little bit. And, you know, he was basically running the show. So uh, I, I look forward to seeing what Gordon does against the real competition. Yeah, I I just think he's going to have an overall better year. And I root for the kid, you know, for that seeing that injury and on the first, you know, his first what five minutes in the in the Celtics uniform. Um, how can you not root for him? You know, let's hope he's back to his not his normal self, but a little bit of his Utah Jazz days. Um, like you said, with assists, he's he actually I expect him to get if he's in the starting lineup for most of the year. I expect him to get about six or seven assists a game, possibly. He's that he's that good at reading the plays and putting the ball in the right person's hands. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you look at our lineup now, yeah, we, we lost some big players for us last year, some guys that could, you know, get points and make plays. But uh, we added a guy that, uh, you know, in Kemba that was the best player on his team. And we added another guy in Gordon, providing he's back to where he was. He was the best player on Utah. I mean, people forget how good he was on Utah. And uh, I look forward to seeing Kemba and Gordon doing their things. And Tatum is coming in with a great attitude. Uh, I, st I still saw a little bit of that ISO stuff that drives me crazy. <laughs> The, the four dribbles before we start anything. But for the most part, that ball is moving around and they're looking for the best team shot, not the best me shot. And uh, It's amazing the difference in Brad's offense. Yeah, and I think some of that credit with the ball movement um, goes to Pop. You know, when they played for Team USA, he was, he's to me, he's one of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, the best coach currently in the NBA by far. I think Jalen and Jason working with him with their off-ball 
movement um, will do a lot for us. Can't just stand in the corner waiting for the ball to shoot a three. Got to get movement around, get guys going in different directions. It'll be fun this year. Um, I hope they take on the same thing as they kind of been doing the preseason with the ball movement, getting everybody, a little bit of everybody involved. The good thing about this roster is we're so deep that you can almost ride the hot hands any day. Yeah, it, it yeah. can be a different player every day. I mean, look, look at the way Edwards went off. That was just insane. It was like just throwing the ball. And, <laughs> you know, people were saying, oh, yeah, but he's not getting assists. And it was like, who cares if he gets assists? His job is to get points right now. And if he's that exactly. hot, let him shoot. If he you gets know who, um, he's throwing those up, that's a different game, you know. Yeah, then you sit him. <laughs> but actually, I'm really looking forward to seeing a smart Edwards backcourt on defense. Oh, yeah. I don't think teams are going to want to play against that. I mean, when I look when I look at Edwards, he, he's about as wide as he is tall, man. He is a big guy. Uh, and, and he doesn't mind laying his body against you. So that'll be fun. Do you think semis on the, you know, on the fence? What, uh, he did not have a good preseason at all. I think a um, few of the rookies outplayed him on the court. I just don't see, I know he's a great defender, but I don't see what his spot is for this team. I think we're going to see him like matchup by matchup. Uh, you know, everyone talks about how we did against the Greek Freak in the playoff series that time. But, uh, you know, he's going to have to bring something more than just his D because we have some other people now <laughs> that can bring some D. Uh, I, I hope he finds his shot, and I, I hope he fits in because we do have a lot of real young kids, so it's better to have, you know, somebody who's been around at least a year or two but uh, uh, I'd be looking over my shoulder at, uh, like, Grant Williams. Grant Williams looks like, man, he's smart. He, uh, he, he makes the right play. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't light up the scoreboard, but he makes the right play. He makes the right read, the right pass. So I, I would think Semi's got to, you know, he, he's going to have to pick it up to, to get minutes. Yeah, one of the uh, preseason games, Brian Scalabrini said that Grant Williams seems like he's been in the year for ten in the league for ten years. Yeah, he's, you I know, think he's I very smart. Yeah, he's, like you said, like you said, he hits. You know, he's very he has a very high IQ, hits all the right spots. He needs to work on his defense. Um, I think the older guys can help him with that, but he's still still pretty young. I mean, I know he was a f he was four years college, so he's I mean he's older than the other rookies, um, like Romeo Langford. He's only nineteen. I wish we could have seen more of him. Uh, he injured his knee, I guess. Yeah, uh, Romeo. I have no idea. I, I haven't seen enough of him to to really make a a judgment of what what he brings. I mean, he's he's longer than the other guys, but uh, yeah, we haven't gotten him on the court enough. But it's too bad. 
And I think it hurts him that he hasn't been on the court because these other guys have shined. So they've jumped him in a sense. So I don't, I don't think we see him unless there's a lot of injuries to shooting guards. I think he's in Maine for the whole year. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know who's in Maine, and and you know he's probably better off in Maine than than way down on the bench because you get down there on the bench, you're not going to see minutes except for garbage time, and you know you you can play like a few years in the garbage time and still never never really show what you can do. So, uh, you know, Maine probably wouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, he's he's just a kid. He's what nineteen or if he's I don't know if he's even 20 yet. Oh. No, he's 19. And um, I'd like to see him, too, in Maine grow with Tremont Waters. Waters, I, I like Waters' game already. I think you could put him running an NBA team. Uh, the, that kid is just so shifty and smart. Uh, I've said that a lot about I think everyone we drafted is smart. Yeah, uh, I, I think I think they did well with getting the, the high IQ guys. I mean, Edward, you know, just being able to hit shots. But uh, uh, Waters has really impressed me with running a team. Yeah, I'm excited to see him. I'm going to get to quite a few main Red Claws games this year. So I'm looking forward to seeing really waters at the most, but I'd like to see Romeo Langford too, because we don't really know too much about him. That's true. I don't I don't know how much time when when he's your highest draft pick, I don't know how long you can let him sit in Maine, but I would imagine he's gonna get at least some time up there. Just to run. But where do you see him if he does get up, where do you see him fitting in? I mean I don't this year, I don't, I mean, unless he goes lights out, you know, shooting in Maine, I just don't see where they would put him in the game. You know, who does, who does he bump out? Yeah, that's a, that would be the problem. I, I think it'll be a, you know, an injury or whose turn kind of thing. Uh, Brad's pretty good about playing matchups. And if he wants a little more length in his backcourt, but, uh, you know the other guys sacrifice some length, but man, they bring some defense. So it's it's hard to say where he's going to get any minutes, uh, or if he stays with the Celtics for that matter. But you know that's a different story. Yeah, well, um, season starts Wednesday for us. The season starts actually on Tuesday, but the important date is Wednesday. So do you have a prediction for? Wednesday night's game, the score? Oh, man. Uh, I don't have a prediction for a score, but I say the Celtics win and shock Philly. Philly's, Philly's talking right now. I, I saw some uh, articles about how Philly's looking forward to playing Boston to show us, and uh, I, I don't think they, uh, you know, be careful what you ask for kind of thing. So, uh I think the Celtics are going to win it, but I think the Celtics are always going to win. So maybe that's a little biased. Do you think if Philly wins, they're going to drop confetti down again or (laughs) 
<laughs> they just might. <laughs> if there's a team uh, that celebrates a little bit early, it's probably Philly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with um, – I don't really have a score prediction. That's kind of hard to do. But um, I think the Celtics win this one. I really do. I think they have something to prove going into Philly. As bad as last year was, they want to start off on a good note. I think they well, win comfortably, honestly. I think it'll be close through three, uh, three and a half, or actually two and a half, halfway through the third. And then I think Celtics go on a, I don't know, 11 nothing, 12 nothing run and don't look back from there. That, that sounds good to me. I'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they had the right attitudes going in. I mean, they're playing free, they're playing for each other. And, uh, you know, that's Brad's offense, play for each other, make the right play. All right. Well, <clears throat> can't wait till next week for we'll have some actual games to look at, you know, see how players are doing. Um, I'm excited for the whole season. I'm excited for Kemba. I mean, I mean there's so much I could go on and on. Um, but I think this year is going to be a good year. Yeah, we're going to have a bunch of storylines to follow, you know, who's who's getting the minutes and, you know, who's who's making the who's getting the points. And uh, but I think it team ball is going to be the, the name of the game this year. That, that's the thing about bringing all these offensively talented guys together is that they all have to sacrifice some nights, you know. Right. But uh, yeah, Kemba says he's looking forward to not having to carry a team. Uh, Tatum's not going to have to carry a team, and you know Gordon is is making more assists than uh, than what he would have in Utah. You know he's he's playing more of a team game too. So you know they all they all may suffer their total points for the year, but I think it's going to pay off the wins. I agree. Well, let's hope for a good year. Injury bug stays away, and. Uh... Let Brad do all the the worrying about what to play. I don't envy him. That's for sure. No, it's hard because everyone's everyone's you know is playing so well. It's like, well, how do I give all these minutes away? <laughs> you know, I, I need a longer game in order to get everyone in. But it's a good problem to have. Absolutely. All right. Well, um, you can find us on Twitter at the Shooting Jays. J A Y S. Any further comments, Jim, before we hang this up? Uh, no. Looking forward to Wednesday. All right. Well, again, I'm your host, Jessica Snee, and along with my co-host, Jim Dickey, and we'll see you next week. Go Celtics.